Radio shows you love from the people you know. This is Sam Talks Technology. Hello and welcome again to another of Sam Talks Technology. And I'm super excited today because I'm joined by the founder and CEO, possibly. Uh, we'll find out if that's the correct title of Headliner, an app that I use. Hello, Oliver. How are you? Hey, how's it going? I guess I would be more COO or CMO or CFO or, but yeah. You'll be the other CXOs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Wellington. Um, Oliver, where, where do we find you today? So I am in New York city, uh, a few blocks from grand central station in midtown. Uh, It's kind of a mess right now because of all the UN stuff going on. Oh yes. Yep. Yep. There's just the streets are crowded. I mean, the streets are always crowded, but it's a whole new level when uh, all the world leaders are in town, but um we're here and we're in the office and everything is humming along as usual. Okay, so for those people who don't know, uh, what is Headliner? What What is it and what does it do? So Headliner is an online video creation tool that is made uh, specifically uh, to help audio producers, whether they are radio sh- uh, shows, podcasters, audiobook uh, promoters, stuff like that. Uh, take their audio and, and get it on social media. So we help you take your audio and turn it into a visual uh, a video. You can add captions, waveforms, progress bars, animations. We've actually connected with a bunch of um, third-party content providers like Getty Images and uh, Storyblocks to provide um, editorial images as well as stock images and video too. So you can kind of get in there and make sure that you're, what you want to share on social is ready to... Um, just like ready to get the best engagement it can with all the different media in there. Okay. And, and out of the, out of the box default, wh- what platforms can I share to? Um, you could share from, I mean, basically, so you can share to anywhere video can be uploaded. You can share to, so you can make a, um, you know, for YouTube, it's generally, uh, it depends on the video aspect ratio you'd use. So YouTube, generally people do landscape, uh, Twitter and Facebook square is very popular. And then for the stories format, it's generally vertical. So okay. all three of those you can do in Headliner and you can actually copy any project from one aspect ratio to another and share it pretty easily that way. Okay. And there are two versions of the software. There's the pro version, which I use, uh, and then there's the free version. What's, what's, what feature functions do I get differently? So the main kind of difference um, I would say is, so the free version, you can make unlimited videos. Uh, after 10 videos exported, you'll get a watermark on it. That's uh, a headliner watermark. Uh, so the pro version removes the watermark. You have access to Getty images uh, within headliner and you can create your own templates for reusing uh, just to kind of help speed up the process a little bit. Those are okay. kind of the main features that, you know, people care about. And, how did you come about with the idea of headliner what, what was the problem that that you guys had or what was the problem you were seeing that people had yeah so you'll you'll uh i can give you the long version or the short version <laughs> i'll start with the short version okay so basically um we had a, a a mobile app that we released under the name spareman a few years ago and it allowed people to share record and share conversations online um and so one of the main aspects of that was people wanted had it asked us hey like this is great, but you know, it's hard to get these conversations on social media. Can you make an embed or video or something? So we made an embed for that. And then from there, people actually were saying, Hey, can you just like, we don't really want to record conversations. We just want to upload our existing audio and use your embed. Um, And so from there, we kind of worked on, we hosted this open source thing that um, WMIC put out and allowed people to kind of uh, make audiograms. And then 
uh, from there, you know, it just kind of started taking off and we ended up deciding to focus away from the app and build headliner out. So we built an entire video platform for, for this purpose. Um, and that was kind of how we got into it. I don't think we started out saying from the very beginning, Hey, we're going to make a video platform. It was more, Hey, we want to do something great in the world of podcasting. We see it as a really exciting new uh, space to be in. And then from there, we kind of found ourselves uh, creating Headliner just about two years ago. Okay. Um, are you self-funded, fully funded externally? How do how, you fund the business out? Was it something you guys just built and then you just self-fund through the so we have a kind subscription? Of a, sure. So we, we, have, um, we kind of have a mix of, you know, Neil and I um, initially funded the company. And then uh, we also have some angel investments. Okay. And uh, as you mentioned, we released Pro a few months ago. And so that's starting to also generate revenue for the company too. And, and you've, you've got a, um, a great way of uh, in, uh, aggregating new users. So if I introduce people, that helps them come onto this platform quite quickly and I get some benefits as well as a Pro user. Yeah, exactly. So anyone who's um, <clears throat> on our platform has a referral link. And it doesn't matter if you're a pro user or a, um, a free user. If, if you refer people, here's what happens. They, the person you refer will get two free weeks of pro and then you'll get a free week of pro added to your account. Right. So essentially, if you're a free user, you get upgraded to pro. If you're a paid user, we just keep kind of pushing back the charge date for your next payment. So like someone else, you know, they're, they're charged, they've referred a ton of people. I think the next time they're set to be charged is like February of 2020. Um, and so you, you put out a recent announcement uh, and we'll talk about some other integrations mm. um, with Podchaser. Mm -hmm. So that's one of your new integrations that you've just added. Um, some of your mm -hmm. other integrations include uh, platforms I don't personally use, uh, um, Omni, Pinecast, SoundUp Now, Acast, which is massive, obviously, mm -hmm. um, and uh, Podcast.co. Um, how how many more platforms? Are you just hoping to be on every platform, really? I guess that's the longer term. Yeah, platform. I mean, our kind of goal is to be uh, anywhere that audio exists online, anywhere that people are um, are in sort of a content management system for audio, um, so either creating or consuming audio online, we want to have the option for them to be able to take snippets of that audio and turn it into video to share publicly or even privately. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm odd, therefore, probably as your customer demographic, because I tend to do longer podcasts, so full length episodes, and then mm -hmm. upload those, add a, an imagery to the front end, and then push that out, say, to Facebook and maybe take a, an audio, grab a smaller one to put onto, um, let's say LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. So are you finding most of your demographic audience is, is on um, the audiogram side, the shorter side, or, or, or is it really on the longer side? How, how, how's that breaking down for you? Uh, it's actually, you know, I, I kind of just missed that point when I was just talking about that. Like, yeah, a lot of people are doing the full episode stuff for sure. And that's built into to some of the integrations as well. So, yeah, I just kind of missed that. But, yeah, the breakdown, I'm not 100% sure, but I think last time I looked at it, it was like, you know, I think about 30 or 40% of the podcasters are doing the full form stuff. Um, okay. You know, there's I a mean, lot of, like, opinions about that in the world of podcasting, right? Like, should I post to YouTube? Should I not? And then, I, th you know, I think one of the issues that I know is, has come up is that uh, a lot of the companies that create 
these videos are actually sending stuff to YouTube that's like so few frames per second that YouTube is then going to not, they're going to be like, okay, oh, this isn't really a video. So we're not going to promote it. And we're going to kind of give it a downgrade in terms of what we, how we allow it to kind of bubble up to other users. And so, you know, that's why um, with our videos, they're all like, at, you know, I think it's like 24 or something. It's a high frame rate and it's a high right. enough quality that's kind of like going to get you in a good spot on YouTube, for example. Okay. Now, how much of the podcasting flow do you want to start to get into? Let me try and explain that. Mm. So um, I will do this interview now, let's say over Zoom, and um, the recording then afterwards is transcribed for me. Um, again, I take that and put it straight into Headliner. Um, but I also have to put it onto a podcasting hosting platform like LibSync for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now I, I've got uploaded, downloaded from Zoom, uploaded to LibSync, then integrated into Headliner. Then I've got to do the, the audio. And, and then I've got to make my nice video bit, which I know you've got tools there to allow people to take an image and add changes to that front end mm -hmm. or video. Um, how much of that do you want to start to do more of? I mean, and I'll give you an example. Anchor is a great example of a platform that is you know, allowing me to record, edit, and publish uh, mm -hmm. my podcast. Are you going to move more towards record, edit, and publish, or just stay very focused on the area you're in now? No, I think that's <clears throat> Anchor's actually a great example because they actually um, have a similar kind of tool for sharing videos online um, to, to what we do. It's so, somewhat similar. But on their blog, they actually recommend that people use us because, you know, we've picked one thing to do very well and we do it very well. And I think that's kind of our strategy, right? Like, I don't think we're going to get involved in the creation process as much. It's more like, okay, you have content. We're going to help you take that content and make sure it's ready to go on all social media platforms and then make sure it's out there. So I, I think we'll be focused, focused more on, you know, the main thing that people tell us is that they don't have enough time to create all the assets they want for social media. So we're kind of focusing on taking that time and reducing it so that people can have, you know, essentially almost like an imaginary team of, of people creating content for them so that they have, a, you know, if you look at like someone like Gary V, for example, yeah, he's just publishing constantly. Right. And he's got a whole team helping him. And it's like, he's publishing stuff every few minutes and, and, and the, and the stuff looks great. <clears throat> and it's kind of like, that's kind of what you need to do in today's social media world to stay kind of relevant and just to stay out there. It's kind of like, you know, obviously you need to publish great stuff, but you also need to fill in your, like say you make a video that takes a week to make or two weeks to make. It's like you put that out, but you still have to fill in stuff for your followers and, and be publishing stuff. And so we're kind of helping to make sure that, you know, people have the ability to create enough content to get the results they want on social media. Yeah, I mean, that is the challenge as a podcaster is where to put your stuff. And yeah. right now, I think most of us are still doing what I call a shotgun strategy. You know, we literally stick it on Facebook and hit and hope, stick it on Twitter, hit and hope. And you mm -hmm. just, you're trying to find, and then you're going through your platform and saying, okay, how many people downloaded it? But that doesn't equate to how many people might have listened to it. Because then, you know, I've got it in Spotify and iTunes and, so my, my stats are all over the place. So mm -hmm. is, is there anything that you're seeing that might be coming along or are there any things that, because you must be heavily involved with a lot of other podcasters, that you'll see as a trend that we, we will move towards much more of a, I, I don't know, 
is it Spotify is going to be the winner takes it all or iTunes and all these other smaller platforms will go away or, or is it going to be this disparate going forward? Well, I think it's interesting because um, kind of similar to blogging was uh, podcasting is a very niche focused area, right? So it's like there's podcasts that cover very specific um, interest, right? Like you might have a craft podcast, you have a business podcast, you might have like a dog, you know, a, something about dogs or even yeah. like something about like walking dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, very so niche. Yeah, very niche. And that's kind of like, and you may have a few thousand listeners and, and but that's great because that's like the thousand people that really matter in terms of dog, the dog walking industry, you know? Um, And so I think because of that, it'll always be somewhat fragmented and segmented and and it could take a long time for it all to kind of become this one thing. So I don't know, like if it'll be in a sense, like a winner take all thing. I, I think, you know, Apple still has a huge share just because I mean, the term podcast is rooted in the iPod, even if that's not even really a thing anymore. Um, Strangely, it was a school friend of mine who came up with the term podcast. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, a guy called Ben Hammersley. uh, uh, I went to school together and he was a Guardian uh, news reporter. And he was the first, he he, he is termed the person to have first ever used podcast. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Strange story. That's wild. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, and Spotify, I mean, I think those are the two big ones, right? Apple and Spotify. Spotify, just by the virtue of who they are, uh, can get podcasts that are, are getting podcasts just in front of a whole swath of new people that may not have been interested in podcasts before. Um, and so I think that's great, but like where it's all going to go, I think the industry will start to kind of segment into the more mature uh, business podcasts that are connected to large existing media brands. And then there'll be kind of like the hobby podcasts, um, yeah. you know, and, and it'll be more of a labor of love. And I think that's kind of what you're seeing now and it'll just continue that way. <coughs> Will you guys um, look at featuring certain podcasts that, that use your platform? And will you also look to, uh, two questions really, will you look to advertising, injecting advertising? Because that's another area that people are beginning to, or are you just going to leave this to the likes of, you know, Podchase from Podbean and LibSync and others to do? Yeah, I mean, we have a section on our blog where we get podcasters to submit kind of stuff about their story, uh, the gear they use, how they promote themselves. And we, we kind of highlight them there and we'll put that in our newsletter. Um, but in terms of like the product itself, um, there's some ideas we're kicking around for. We're actually doing a bunch of interviews right now to see what we do. Next, <laughs> like what's our next yeah. big kind of addition. Um, so I'm not sure yet where that's going to go, but, but there's definitely a good chance that we're going to kind of try and focus on um, helping podcasters uh, promote themselves outside of just the creative aspect of the video. Okay. Um, and look, and finally, I guess what, what comes next for headliner itself? I mean, <clears throat> you know, in terms of features, you've, you've done loads recently. So it looks like you really are ramping up the roadmap what else do you have planned that you can let us know or, or do we have to just wait and watch? <laughs> sure. So we, um, we've been working on this automation project. So right now it's sort of in like a semi open beta. Uh, you can find it if you log into headliner, but it's, it's a little button next to the projects area. That's a little hard to find for people, but um, you can go there and link up your podcast feed and create as many number of automations as you want. Um, to get videos for different platforms, different aspect ratios. You could choose templates um, and kind of 
you know, you basically just be emailed a slew of videos uh, whenever your episode drops, or you can even choose like daily or weekly. So that's kind of the main focus because from all the people we've talked to, uh, we haven't heard a lot of people telling us they don't want to do the videos, but we've heard a lot of people saying that while the videos are effective, it's too much work running my podcast. I don't have enough time to promote and make as many videos as I want. So yeah. we're focusing on uh, reducing the time it takes to get a video uh, out the door. So that's kind of been the main focus the last couple of months and, and, and will be the main focus for the next few months too. Yeah. My, my last question really is just a personal one, I guess. When I post a, a headliner uh, video, once I finish the process of uploading it, adding the cover and, and, and titling it, what, what's the process that you're in that, that takes the next stage? Because obviously um, short videos take a, a little time, probably half an hour, and I'll get it popped into my inbox telling me it's ready. Um, but obviously the longer ones take a little longer. What are you guys doing at your end that's, that requires the processing to, to happen? Like, uh, sorry, I don't think I fully understand. Like, what are we doing so, on the... So I will, I will you know, upload my, my uh, uh, audio podcast. Mm-hmm. I will upload, a, I say, I want it square. I'll put an image in, um, nice little wave. Um, and then I hit, uh, you know, enter, Export. submit. Yep. Yeah. What happens at your end? Because obviously there's a there's a time between me hitting the word export and it being brought into my inbox for me to then say, you know, it's ready for you now to go in and, and do what you want, download, et cetera, et cetera. What is oh, that? Okay. What's going on in that process? It's a, Yeah, that's actually a good question. It's going into a massive queue of videos that are in line to be exported right now. Okay. Yeah. And so that's kind of something that, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah it could take like yeah five minutes uh, up to like maybe half an hour i think the longer videos if they're an hour or two could take a bit that's something we're kind of working to make faster but also with this automation work it's like you know we have a lot of um a lot more video there's just a lot of videos being created every day now yeah um so yeah that's basically it's very simple actually yeah have you found um internationalizations happening for you as well in terms of um are you being discovered now much more outside of the u.s or or, or is it still very US centric and we, the rest of the world are just slowly catching up to you? Oh no. I mean, we've always been uh, international in terms of usage and it's gotten to a point now where if, uh, if there's any sort of like technical issue, you know, whatever time of day it happens, we hear about it in support. So it's, it's great actually. Um, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of um, users, uh, people have been writing about it in, in Spain and France Um a lot of people in Australia. I mean, anywhere that there's audio, I, I think audio seems pretty popular in like um, the UK, uh, the US, obviously, um, Australia, Brazil. I mean, all around the world. I, I'm pretty sure there's someone in every country that, ha- if there's a podcast in the country, there's someone there. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, using um, it. Last question Are you going to have an option to export to smart assistants, um, Alexas and Google Homes and stuff like that? Um, The reason I ask is obviously um, I have a daily podcast that goes onto my Alexa that I do at Flash Briefing um, and Blueprint, one of Alexa's uh, platforms allows it. But I'm just wondering whether there's a way that I could um, export to that Flash Briefing from Headliner. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I mean that's kind of in the in the vein of um, 
right now you can share to Twitter and Facebook from within the download page and headliner. Yeah. And in terms of saving people time, that's definitely part of how we're going to try to save people time. Um, right now we're focused on the, just the creation of a great video, but yeah, that, that kind of stuff is in the roadmap for sure. Sharing, you know, auto sharing to YouTube, stuff like that. Brilliant. Oliver Wellington, the CXO, every other job but the CEO. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for Headline. It's a great product. Keep going. Um, really love it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sam. That show was amazing. To listen again, please visit our website, marlofm.co.uk, or visit our Facebook group, Sam Talks Technology. And now you can subscribe on iTunes. Never miss a show again. See you next week. Same time, same place.